Support for this podcast and the following message comes from KUST Campus Radio, a student-operated, non-commercial radio station. KUST provides students and faculty of St. Thomas a platform dedicated to creative storytelling, diverse viewpoints, and exploring a vast array of audio content. Tune in at any time to KUST at Mixler.com slash KUST hyphen radio. Tommy Media's newest podcast, The News Brief, a weekly podcast about world, national, and regional news. Today is Monday, March 22nd, and I am your host, Kayla Mayer. All right, welcome back to The News Brief. In world news, North Korean diplomats left Malaysia after ties were severed. North Korean diplomats vacated their embassy in Malaysia and were expelled Sunday after the two nations cut diplomatic relations. The Malaysian foreign minister said the expulsion was in response to Pyongyang's, quote, unilateral and utterly irresponsible decision, end quote, on Friday to sever diplomatic ties. Ties between North Korea and Malaysia have been virtually frozen since the 2017 assassination of the estranged half-brother of North Korean leader Kim Jong-un at Kuala Lumpur International Airport. Now, two days after Kuala Lumpur extradited a North Korean man to the U.S. to face money laundering charges, a furious North Korea on Friday announced it was terminating ties with Malaysia. Malaysia denounced the decision and, in a tit-for-tat response, gave North Korean diplomats 48 hours to leave. Now for the news many people have been waiting for. After being postponed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Tokyo Olympics, when they open in four months, will ban spectators from abroad. The decision was announced Saturday after an online meeting of the International Olympic Committee, the Japanese government, the Tokyo government, the International Paralympic Committee, and local organizers. Officials said the risk was too great to admit ticket holders from overseas during a pandemic. The Japanese public has also opposed fans from abroad. Several surveys have shown that up to 80% oppose holding the Olympics and a similar percentage opposed fans from overseas attending. Japan has attributed about 8,800 deaths to COVID-19 and has controlled the virus better than most countries. Organizers said 600,000 tickets were sold to fans from outside Japan. They have promised refunds, but this will be determined by so-called authorized ticket resellers that handle sales outside Japan. These dealers charge fees of up to 20% above the ticket price. It is not clear if the fees will be refunded. In U.S. news, Miami Beach curfew aims to shut down spring break partying. Miami Beach commissioners voted unanimously Sunday to empower the city manager to extend the curfew in the South Beach Entertainment District until at least April 12th effectively shutting down a spring break hotspot in one of the few states fully open during the pandemic. Miami Beach police said more than 1,000 people have been arrested this spring break season, with about 80 guns seized. Police Chief Richard Clements said the trouble intensified on Monday, March 15th, when an unusually large crowd blocked Ocean Drive, quote, and basically had an impromptu street party, end quote. By Thursday, fights were breaking out, setting off dangerous stampedes of people fleeing for safety. The partying was out of control by Friday night, he said. Gunshots were fired and a young woman was hospitalized with a badly cut leg, police said. 
The crowd was defiant, but mostly nonviolent on Saturday night, refusing to submit to the curfew that had be only been enacted four hours earlier, when officers in bulletproof vests released pepper spray balls to break up the party. A crowd showed up again Sunday night, defying the curfew yet again. In state news, Minnesota has no new virus deaths, which is the first time in nearly a year. Minnesota health officials reported no new deaths due to COVID-19 on Monday for the first time in nearly a year. Despite the good news on deaths, health officials have said in recent weeks they're worried about the spread of coronavirus mutations, called variants, in different parts of Minnesota, which they say could derail the state's progress in fighting the pandemic. As of Saturday, more than 2.2 million Minnesotans have received at least one dose of coronavirus vaccine which includes more than 850,000 who have been fully inoculated. The 14th juror has been seated for ex-officer's trial in Floyd's death. A 14th juror was seated Monday for the trial of a former Minneapolis police officer charged in George Floyd's death, nearly completing the panel ahead of opening statements next week. Other potential jurors were dismissed earlier in the day. In campus news, St. Thomas has increased its occupancy limits and is optimistic for in-person commencement. St. Thomas is optimistic it will be able to hold in-person outdoor commencements this May and has updated its COVID-19 policy after Minnesota Governor Tim Walz eased restrictions, according to a university statement Wednesday. The commencement ceremonies will be separated into three different days with the School of Law ceremony on May 16th, the baccalaureate commencement on May 22nd, and the Doherty Family College commencement on May 23rd. The university will now allow indoor gatherings of up to 25 people from any number of households and outdoor gatherings of up to 50 people. Social distancing and mask wearing are still required. This applies for on and off campus activities. Tommy Media's Elijah Todd Walden has the full story. It was a busy weekend for St. Thomas sports, St. Thomas softball swept Wisconsin Stout in a doubleheader. St. Thomas captured its 12th straight victory against Wisconsin Stout, dating back to 2015 Saturday at Southfield, winning by an eight-run mercy rule in both games. Both teams hit well in the first game, totaling 19 hits combined, but St. Thomas junior pitcher Kendall Hopkins put an end to that in the second game, holding Wisconsin Stout to only two hits. St. Thomas women's hockey season came to an abrupt end. Instead of traveling to St. Mary's University Tuesday for the St. Thomas women's hockey team's season finale, the game was canceled due to COVID-19 protocols. The cancellation marks the end of a 6-2-0 season for the Tommies. With this cancellation, the Tommies leave Mayak and Division III competition for the WCHA Women's Hockey League and Division I competition in the fall. And that's all the news we have for you today. Check out more on TommyMedia.com. For Tommy Media, I'm Kayla Mayer on The News Brief.